Welcome to Being the Genuine Athlete podcast, where we inspire those who aim for excellence in life and want to understand the how and what it takes to be a champion in life. My name is Jura Koschak. My purpose, dedication and commitment is to activate your potential, that you understand the ego through your sport and life situations. So I share and give you the tools to be just this, the genuine athlete. Are you ready to tune in? So hello and thank you for tuning in in this podcast where we are going to dive into breathing. Breathing is so important. Actually, our first inhale when we come out of our mothers is inhale. We breathe in the life uh, and it's the most uh, crucial and the first thing that we come in contact with. So today I have with me uh, this very great uh, guest, Janes Hudovernik. If we translate it uh, into English, it's John, uh, Johnny, uh, the severe believer. So he believes very ferociously. He's a huge believer. Uh, so he will uh, let us into this world of breeding, how he came into contact with it and uh, everything about how it's important regarding nose and CO2 and everything else. So uh, thank you, Janes, for being with us. Uh, thank you, for Jure, for inviting me into your podcast. And as you, and uh, hello for all the listeners. Uh, as you said in the beginning, you know, the breathing is the most important stuff and we are not aware how important it is. And uh, when do we think about the breathing? Only at the time when we are out of breath. So it is important. And uh, some religion says that uh, God has given us a certain amount of breath uh, to take certain amounts of breath in our life. And so if we breathe too much, and this is the most important point, when most of the people are breathing too much. And if so if we breathe too much, we will breathe out quicker than we are supposed to. So it is very important. And once again, thank you for inviting me. Uh, yes, great that you mentioned this. I've heard this uh, quote uh, of God's and, and how many breaths we have. And usually we remember, it's not, there is the other quote as well. Usually we remember the stuff that takes our breath away. And that's that's a good uh, comparison, as you've said already, uh, because we need to breathe less. We are over breathing um, and uh, we will touch this uh, in in this in this podcast, but maybe now also I've come across this aborigines and you know the Amazonian people, maybe Africa. They all have big nostrils. They breathe through nose. As babies, we breathe through nose. Uh, and um, this Amazon forest, how everything is connected uh, with with the lungs, uh, the lungs of the world, the Mother Earth. Uh, how everything is so important uh, for us to understand. Uh, please, can you elaborate how you've come across this? Uh, why was it so important for you? Yes, uh, I back in 2005, I met Jim Lair and Joe, Jack Groppel, who are the founder of uh, the Powerful Engagement Program, which was very successfully used with the Professional athletes, uh, especially in tennis, uh, you know, Peter Sampras and Monica Seles were one of their first clients. And, uh, and that was the start of my interest into the performance, especially human performance and energy. And uh, they are covering almost all of the areas very well. 
one thing that was missing was uh, breathing. And then I come across the book from uh, Patrick McCowan in 2016. Uh, the book uh, was uh, first published 2015. The book is called The Oxygen Advantage. And it got my interest because we, we in our program of the full engagement, we talk about the nutrition, we talk about the movement, the rest, the sleep, and uh, uh, mental, and so on. But um, breath, breathing is not so mentioned. So I said, let's, let's look. And, uh, and the book uh, that I read uh, take me by a complete surprise. So I decided to take the uh, licensing uh, part, so the certification course. So I'm the trained uh, licensed uh, Oxygen Advantage instructor for breathing. And it is really amazing. And uh, what is important is uh, why these things are coming so late to our part of the world, because it was it is based on the Buteco method, which is very popular in Russia. And because of the Iron Curtain, things that were discovered in Russia decades ago were not so important. Nowadays, we are discovering them. And this Konstantin uh, Pavlovich Buteko was very famous Russian, actually, was Ukrainian doctor who specialized in breathing. And he found out that uh, most of the people are, are breathing too much. And in, in this book, it is very much, uh, very good explained, very well explained how important it is to breathe through the nose, not through the mouth, and what is the anatomy of breathing when you breathe through the nose, and how it is important to breathe less and with diaphragm. So it was very, very uh, important uh, missing piece of the puzzle of full, full engagement. And nowadays, uh, when I introduced breathing into the work with uh, managers, I mainly do with the managers. I do with the, the athletes as well from Slovenia, some of the cross-country skiers who are becoming uh, uh, popular and uh, successful in the World Cup as well. I know, and uh, that is a good recognition because Slovenia is a 2 million inhabitants. And if we are competing against Germans and Italians in a cross-country skiing, that, uh, you know, there is a, not a luck, but there is a persistent and a successful method of training. And breathing takes a very crucial part in that. So um, shortly, last Four years, I'm a breathing fan, as you said, a fierce believer. What <laughs> when I was blessed with my name, and they say Nomen is Omen, so it was supposed to be. Wow, yes, thank you for also working with athletes. It's important. Uh, we are having this being the genuine athlete podcast, and it's important to give a lot of knowledge and wisdom to athletes, not only to business people, about breathing and in general. So what can you tell us more about the book, about what inspired you so much? Inspired, it means what brought you to inhale less or differently? What are the chemicals behind how you got involved in this? Uh, what really touched you and moved you that you went forward into this discovering and licensing? Because you have a lot of licenses from other different areas of life. 
and knowledges about uh, what made you do this license especially and uh, what did you learn? The major discovery in the book, the, the first shock for me was that the primary stimulus to breathe is not the level of oxygen in the blood, but the level of carbon dioxide along with the CO2, CO2 along with the pH level. And then to a lesser extent, oxygen in the blood. But in normal condition, we have much more oxygen in the blood than we, we, we think of, you know, especially if we are not asthmatic and we are talking about the people who are asthmatic, they then can have a trouble with oxygenations. And in the seminars I'm doing, I am, uh, I am uh, using the oximeter, you know, that this is a small apparatus you give it to the, to the finger and it is uh, um, showing you the level, of, uh, the level of oxygen in the blood, you give it to the finger and the normal measures of uh, SpO2, the, the saturation of oxygen in your blood is from uh, 60, 94 till 99 percentages. And 99.99% of the participants are in that range. So most of the participants are having enough oxygen in the blood. Mm -hmm. But when they you measure the breathing and when they do the bolt level test, which we will show it and explain it later, they will have results that they breathe not normally but they breathe too much so again it is the level of co2 in the blood and ph of the blood that is important uh, not the oxygen as as i said before i would give my hand into the fire this is the most important reason I would say, or stimulus to breathe. So, and of course, you know, the CA, CA, carbon dioxide in the blood, you know, if it is a lot carbon dioxide in the blood, then the blood pH becomes acid. acid. And acid blood, you know, the, the body wants to stabilize the blood level because the blood level, the pHD of the blood level is really vital important and that makes you breathe faster. That's why all these fast food and uh, a lot of sugary uh, meals and a lot and eating a lot of sugar, which makes your blood pH uh, acid, uh, accelerate your breathing, and then you breathe much more than uh, you would. And it is evidently that people uh, these days, because even of the food they consume are breathing more and more. And then there comes the stress level of their lives, and then they start breathing even faster. And of course, the receptors in the blood, they are sensing, aha, there is not enough CO2 in the blood. What, it is, what is important, carbon dioxide in the blood? Because if there is a carbon dioxide, dioxide in the blood, blood is much more readily releasing the uh, oxygen, which is bond to hemoglobin. 
you know that's why if if there is a, is there is enough carbon oxide uh, in in the blood the co the the oxygen is much easier released into the blood and the system into the cells and this is called this is so called if you know the bar the bar effect that was discovered in 1904 christian bar danish biochemist uh, if the partial pressure of carbon dioxide in arterial blood is lower then the greater the affinity of hemoglobin for for the oxygen so that it means if there is low level of carbon dioxide blood is not releasing the molecules of oxygen even your blood is fully saturated this is important that mm-hmm. the people understand so and with breathing techniques from bruteco method and the oxygen advantage you are raising your affinity your level of the stem of the receptors in your stem that you are tolerating more and more carbon dioxide and that means more carbon dioxide in the blood blood is releasing the hemoglobin is releasing more co2 and you are breathing less and if we go deeper all not all most yogic techniques are asanas these mm-hmm. positions you will see they are in such way that the breathing is difficult so that they make you physically to breathe mm-hmm. less let's say shoulder stand or the plow or any other technique on the baby the baby mm-hmm. pose you know you are lying uh, you are uh, kneeling and uh, uh, being into the this yes. pose you know you are taking the pressure and you mentioned that is what you uh, maybe you tell the 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 listeners you mentioned about the the recommendation that uh, uh, your uh, one of your uh, podcast interview is said to the to this uh, to the professional athletes so maybe is this important that you uh, tell he, about he wasn't that. on podcast i i've met him so i've done uh, some some sessions with him uh, uh-huh. yes he okay. yuri yatsko is a, is a very uh, renowned uh, also russian scientist uh, and he's yes. working past 20 30 years in Slovenia and he mentioned how important it is for former athletes professional athletes that after career they take care of their uh, body intake of oxygen because in the career they were breathing a lot and they were yeah. also uh, yeah. releasing a lot of carbon dioxide when they stop training so hard uh, out of the extreme they are more in the lower zones of uh, extreme training uh, when they rest they need to put their Uh, feet their 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 knees to their chest so in order yes. that they breathe less yeah. it's the same as the pose of baby in in the baby yoga pose. asana yes yeah, yeah. yes yeah. so um, it's it's so funny uh, something so simple yes. uh, and this is the way how life works it's so simple breathing and the thing is that our ego interferes and makes this simple thing so taken for granted that we do not dive and exactly. deeper into it the, the explanation the understanding we just say yeah it's breathing we breathe why would you need to learn how to breathe oh come exactly. on it's it's way more important than we see now how it's all connected 
because yeah. also if we as you've explained already if we breathe too much then we have acid in our body and if we have have acid in our body we attract even more acid with the soda coca-cola and other beverages drinking like this yeah. and get to read as well with sugar and and junk food and then it's a yeah. vicious circle of negativity that harms us and then when we are having uh, consuming these fluids and and food in this way we actually breathe even more, so it's a very vicious circuit. And I've seen close friends of mine who have passed away because of this. It, it's um, it's crazy that in 2020 now we see athletes on the field understanding VO2 max. I've studied sport as well. I finished it, but not understanding how to not breathe, how to not over breathe, how to stay in those zones that mm -hmm. are healthy. Uh, can you expand a bit more yeah. the difference between, let's do, talk in, a bit in the terms of a, lay, a layman, uh, uh, not so much in okay. the homoglobin and all this stuff, so that also children can okay, maybe good. understand, children, yeah. athletes, juniors. How to, what's the difference between mouth and nose breathing? What's the difference between wow. uh, this oxygen intake and carbon dioxide out, out uh, this uh, exhale? What is this? So that we yes. talk a bit more like this. Excellent. So, um, you know, this is the, uh, and, and as you said, it's really once again the, the oxygen advantage. Uh, Patrick is in mint between my dear good friend and he's really doing a promotion and all this good work about. And what he says, this is one of the things which is simply understandable. It is. The mouth is for eating and drinking. The nose is for breathing. Yes. Why? Because, because when you breathe through the nose, there is automatic connection to diaphragm. You can, we, please, listeners to this podcast, just try. Let's go through the nose. And if you are okay, if you are normal, then you will see that your belly automatically goes out and your diaphragm goes up. Yes. Because nose and the diaphragm connected. And it is important, you know, if you are training using your mouth for breathing, you are not training the diaphragm. And this is what they don't understand. You know, if you are doing through the mouth, of course you are stronger. I will explain this in a minute. You are strong and you get more oxygen. You are get more stress even. But you are not doing that much training on a full capacity on a mouth breathing, you're not training the diaphragm. And at the end, not your legs, the diaphragm gets weak. And when it is tired, she, it will consume about 50 to 20%, almost wow. the yes. amount of blood of our brain. So amazing. You know, it is the vital organ. How many injuries happened and how many athletes lost finals? and games just because of not knowing this. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's go now. No, 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 if you if we try, let's do a um, mouth breathing. And if you do the through the mouth, you know, you will see that the the top one third capacity of your lung is covered, is filled with the oxygen. Yes, chest. And what is important is beg your pardon? Chest, yes, this region of chest. Chest, yes, chest. Sorry, sorry. Thank you, Yure. Chest. This is my English. I hope that it is understandable. It's good. It's good. No problem. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just please interrupt me. So the, the 
upper part of your lungs or the chest, you know, one third of your lungs or your chest when uh, it is, uh, your chest are moving and one top, one third of the lungs are are uh, filled with the oxygen. What is known so, uh, from Ayurveda, that means 3,000 more years ago, and we, we do understand that now, that at the top, uh, top level of our lungs, there are receptors for... Uh, for uh, this uh, flight or, or fight response. Mm-hmm. So when you are breathing through the mouth, you are stimulating receptor of fight and flight response. The adrenaline, which are in the, adrenaline and cortisol. Yeah, yes. which, produce, which, produce, yeah, which produce adrenaline and cortisol. That means, you know, when we, when we breathe through the mouth, we are, we are gaining more power, definitely. And this is breathing which is has intent when it was intended to breathe through the mouth when we are in danger so that we are stronger that we run faster so of course if you want the top performance at it you have to use your mouth you know and you are sacrifice some of your health to get to get a good results but don't forget when training if you're training predominantly through your mouth then you are not developing the the um, diaphragm, uh, diaphragm. Mm-hmm. and of course if you if you are breathing through the diaphragm long low two-thirds of the lungs are filled and there are no receptors for fight and flight no stress receptor or less stress receptor there and that means that breathing through the nose is stimulating your vagus nerve vagus nerve as you can know is vagabund because it's the most important it is the tense nerve of our parasympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. which is which is important for rest and digest so whenever you are breathing through your nose even if you are doing exercise your body is still in rest and digest mode as soon as you start breathing through the Mouth, your body switch to sympathetic nervous system, which is fight, fear, survival mm-hmm. mode. So this is important, you know. And every time you lower the breathing, you start breathing through the nose, you lower the frequency of the breathing, you are stimulating the vagus nerves the vagus nerve, the biggest nerve coming from the stem of your brain and going down to the bladder and visiting all important uh, areas of our body and monitoring that. That means every time you breathe through the nose, you are calming yourself down. Mm -hmm. You are, let's say, this is a, a bit of an exaggeration, but let's use it. You are healing yourself. Every time you are doing a mouth breathing, you are stressing yourself. But sometimes it's important. Let's give an example. Now, women who deliver baby, you know, there is a technique, they use it in, in the delivery. I can tell you, I was five times present. Mm-hmm. I have five kids. Wow. And Congratulations. You know, through the, thank you. And breathing is through the mouth and it's quick. <laughs> and then you breathe out the pain because you do, you, you do, more adrenaline, more cortisol because of the mm-hmm. upper lung breathing, and that gives you more endurance, more strength. You are not so uh, associated with the pain. You mm-hmm. have a better, uh, higher pain threshold. 
you know, and this is useful when you deliver, when you are sprinting on a on a thousand on a one hundred meter, or when you are doing the last final round of a, a competition. No problem, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you are doing more, that uh, Patrick is adamant about that. If you are doing more than eighty percent of your training. Uh, of, of more than 20%, or let's say 20 to 30% of your training, more than that with your mouth, you are doing long-term disadvantage to your health and to your performance. Yes, and even more t- long-term damage if you are breathing through your mouth when you are sleeping, when you are resting, when you are talking. Oof. Yes, mm-hmm. and this is, this, is, this, this is one shock. I'm, I'm a trainer. I'm a business trainer, leadership trainer, and now I'm doing the breathing training and so on, you know, and then, then was that the thanks for mention this year. And that was one important thing, you know, that's get me cleared. You know, I know the topic, I know the things, the people were nice. So how come I am tired? You know, I, I wasn't doing any physical and uh, Patrick explains, you know, people who use talking for their, uh, uh, living, you know, they, when we talk, we breathe automatically through the, mouth and that means we are getting stressed so i have a much better understanding about the school teacher professors my profession you know because salespeople, because this is not so easy as people you are just talking you know no 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 you know we are athletes like a mm-hmm. endurance athletes you know going doing a four five six hours you do the same your speech, you know, talking on your mouth. This is not exactly, but it's similar as half a marathon, you know, <laughs> breathing on your on your uh, mouth. And people know, no, people, that is known now already. When you finish the, let's say, marathon, your immune system needs a couple of days to recover because it's such a stress. Mm-hmm. Because in this marathon event, most of them, you can watch them, they will breathe half. Through the mouth. Is that correct, Yure? Yes, sir. That's correct. And thank you for enlightening us. And this is a wrap for the first part of our guest uh, regarding breathing. And we see how this is true, how we've received these informations, why is it important to breathe through nose, why is nose for breathing and mouths are for eating and why is it not vice versa. So continue to be genuinely breathing through your nose and see you in the next part uh, second part of this uh, guest where you'll be even more amazed and you will receive strong information that confirm this thank you thank you for tuning in follow me on being the genuine athlete instagram and facebook page share like and comment and be genuine all the way